creation waits eagerly for the manifestation of the ambassadors. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. You know, it's where you are playing pool with your friend, okay? And then as you're playing pool, he's just putting in each and every ball non-stop. Okay, he's not even giving you a chance. That's the way it is. It's like whitewash. You are loaded with miracles. I want you to know you are a miracle worker. God has appeared. Yes. Just things that you didn't even plan for. You didn't. It's something that wakumbina na kumbina. It's not really. It's not. It's not something that you need. Like you really want. It's a necessity. It's just something that. Just because you saw it with someone, you also want to have it. In word, in purity, in your lifestyle, you are not of the earth. You are from God's kingdom. We are all ambassadors and everyone has been sent on this earth to do something. There is how you need to carry yourself as an ambassador. I've got the keys for the inbox. There's <laughs> <laughs> also an issue of uh, serving. Other than investing, it's also an issue of saving. You don't have to have huge amounts of money for you to save your money. You start little by little. The Bible says we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And God has given you that message for a purpose. And God has sent you in the field that you may speak his word to the people that are lost, that they must come back to God. Today we are going to continue in the, on the very on the very subject, uh, what it means to worship God in truth. I know um, our tonight's uh, speaker is going to go de- in details about, about that very topic. And yesterday we had a very nice time. We got to learn that uh, worshiping God. If you want to worship God in spirit and in truth, you need to worship. You need to have His Holy Spirit because it is the Spirit of Truth. It is the only thing that can help you to worship God in spirit and in truth. Amen. And the other thing we got to learn is that you can only we were created to worship God. That's the whole reason we were created. And another thing that we got to learn was that um, as as human beings. We worship. We we worship something. If we're not worshiping God, at some point we're worshiping something. Whatever we put our trust in, whatever we believe in, it is the very thing that we worship. Be it our shoes, our clothes, our lives, the person, all those things. Eh? We worship. So there were there were a lot of things that we got to learn yesterday. So Vina and if you can remember some of the things that. That we learned yesterday. For those of you that were there yesterday, you can just be commenting on the comment section 
And then uh, if you have questions as the speaker is going to be talking about worshiping God in spirit and tr- in truth today, you can still post your questions in the comment section if you've got an uh, a comment. Yeah, you need clarification, you didn't hear anything, something you can still comment in the comment section. Amen. Yes, I started talking without opening in a word of prayer. <laughs> but uh, I I know um, we've got Tikon in the house. He's the one who's going to teach us about worshiping God in spirit and in truth. And actually, he's continuing from yesterday's teaching. So he will do a preview Yes, of what was being talked about yesterday. And then you start by opening in a word of prayer. So, Dikonta, I know today we are not supposed to take long in here because Venangu, we've got church tomorrow. Venangu, they've got outings tomorrow. <laughs> they are, it's a spare day of rest. So, Dikonta, the floor is all yours. You can just open in a word of prayer. And don't mind me if I disappear a bit. It's when Nishanita Ayata before but I'm trying to get people in here. I'll still get back. But you can open in a word of prayers and then take off. All right. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, let us just pray. Father, we thank you. We honor you. We give you praise. You are good to us. You're a loving Father. We thank you for this opportunity, Lord, that we have to share your word together, oh Lord. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you take total preeminence and control that you may teach us that which we need to know and that we may oh god know you the way you would want us to know you it is in the name of jesus that we pray amen now um yesterday when uh when i was speaking about uh worship i I touched quite a number of places and one of one of the things i touched on was uh a, a simple um uh explanation of what the dictionary says about worship and then also uh, I talked about a place in you where you find you know a place that no one can teach you but a place where you know that only you and God can meet Uh, you know this is not a place that you teach someone you can help someone find it but this is a place that people choose to find and know. So now today uh, I I want to I'll, I'll start again I'll I'll start from the very um, explanation that I gave um, according to the dictionary uh, and then I'll expand on something um, especially where the word itself uh, what it means and how how deep and vast this is. So when you look at worship uh, from the dictionary's point of view, I said it is the feeling or expression of reverence and adoration for a God. Okay, so now when it's, it's not just uh, an expression um, of love or, or reverence or adoration, uh, but it is for you, you express this towards um someone or something that you consider spiritually more powerful than yourself someone who is of um a high rank you know a person who is uh, who is um um important so to speak um so uh n- not only is it uh, an expression of love but it's an ex- expression of love towards something that you consider more powerful than yourself 
Amen. So now today I will take you somewhere and I'll, I'll just use a very simple scripture and then I want us to understand something uh, and I'll put it this way in my own words. Worship is a love affair. Yeah, worship is a love affair. This is a situation where uh, a supreme being has actually fallen in love with a common man uh, because a common man possesses something that actually attracts the, this supreme being and the supreme being does something in order for him to get uh, close to this uh, common person that he has fallen in love with and therefore by doing so he has done something and this common being um, begins to reciprocate or to love back and the loving back is actually what we would call worship now in the book of uh, John um, 3 verse 16 the Bible says for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son now um, I, I want to look at this uh, love thing because when you when you look at uh, when you look at the meaning of worship uh, there's uh, uh, there's an expression of love in it and you find that uh, in the scriptures, when the Bible says, for God so loved, you know, those of you that have been in love before, um, the dictionary will just say it is an intense feeling of deep affection, you know, a great interest and, uh, you know, pleasure in something or someone. So uh, when, when you look at uh, how the dictionary puts it, it's actually because it's, it's not able to explain exactly what love is. But the most that you get out of love is a feeling. And that feeling causes you to perhaps do certain things. So, uh, those people that have been in love, you understand that this is the only time that you get to do things that even you do not understand how you get to do them. You know, just to see him or to see her, you know, you know, I didn't know I had it in me to express uh, such uh, uh, a thing from me because it is something that has just grown. Now, you may wonder, you were not the first one. Actually, the one who started it is very supreme, is powerful, is all-powerful. You know, God is so great that in his greatness, he can reduce himself so much to a point where he can actually create an ant. Not only create an ant, but to create everything that, uh, you know, that is inside an ant, you know, uh, he, he can reduce himself so much that he can create the heart in the body of an ant, as small as it is, you know, he can go beyond that as much as creating an atom. Those of you that have done science and everything else. Now, this great God who can do this, these things, he's so great that he can create the universe. Not only can he, but he did create the universe and also created heaven and earth. Now, he fell in love with man. Okay, and then when he fell in love with man, he decided, you know what? I love this guy. You know, I love this uh, this creation. I love man. I will, I will do everything to express this intense affection that I have for him, uh, because I need him to be next to me. Now, the thing is, when God was creating man, this this was all, this this was his intention that man and him may commune, that they may be able to have this communion now because of what man did and what happened in the in the in the garden of eden man lost this but god 
but god again loved him so much that he had to do something okay so what he did was you know something very crazy that uh, you you find in the in the book of of uh, of john 3 verse 16 he just decided to say you know what I, i'm just going to give this man my son you know my only begotten son i will just give him i will express this intense feeling that i have for him by uh, you know you know giving him my son because this is the only way i can redeem him to a place where i can commune with him because in as far as god was concerned at, at a certain particular time he could not commune with man because man was not able to receive from god for everything that god could give was foolishness to him because he had lost the place where he could meet with god and so when god gave his only begotten son and when jesus died you know it all became uh, something that gets us to co- reconnect with our god our makeup So love or rather worship is a love affair when you look at it. There is someone for there's a supreme being here falling in love with a common man and doing the craziest thing that even man can ever think about or any supreme being could ever think about by giving something that was held extremely dear to himself and and released it in order for him to get this person this man to his his side and be able to commune Okay so from this point of view I'm looking at it and I'm saying okay la- worship here is a love affair because all you are doing is responding to what God did God showed love and you are saying mm, okay but this God really loves me I just have to love him back now th- this is what God did because in you was uh, was a thing that could not mix with God uh no could receive from god he after he died he he created in you because you see let, let me start from here man has got so much capacity in him uh that sometimes when you look at it it's it's a bit it's deep not a bit it's too deep that even man himself does not understand i'll give an example jesus is walking and he crosses uh he gets to this place where he meets this guy Uh, who was living in the in, in 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 the graveyards and this guy comes you know running and crying and saying have you come to punish us before our time uh, you know and Jesus asks who are you and this guy answers i am legion for we are many now who knows how many demons were in him how many spirits were in him in this man was the capacity to handle all those demons that were in him uh Uh, you know this is a story that we find in the bible now all these things were in one man this capacity this place where they would get into and dwell this is the place where uh, man actually communes with god you know it's a, it's it's so deep uh, that it can take so much of a big god who could reduce himself and create an atom create you know the heart of an ant and he is so big that he can he can create great and mighty things such as mountains rivers lakes and the universe this god is the one who actually fell in love this is what we are talking about and what we are doing as human beings is reciprocating to what he did god loves us we love him back and in loving him back there are things there are steps that we take you know there are, uh, you know uh, you know when you are in love with someone you sp- what you want the most there is to spend time <laughs> with this someone and when you look at it it's funny that um, 
I want to put it I want to put it as simple as it is. God simply just wanted to have some quality time with us. That's simple. He just wants to have some quality time. You know, he he he's, he's fond of us. You know, tenderness and warmth and intimacy and attachment towards us. You know, a, a, a likeness. You know, you know. If if I may put it, God has a weakness for us. You know, you, you know. I'm I'm a better child, but You know, he just does certain things that are are not common because he's he's just he's fallen into deep with us. You know, and the. He, he takes the steps to teach us how now to reciprocate or to love him back. So how does he do this? He now puts his Holy Spirit in us. You know, the Holy Spirit is the only one who, like we were saying yesterday, can understand the heart of the Father. He, understand, he understands exactly how much the Father loves us. That is why, and, and I want to speak to certain people here who might, you, you know, uh, might be going certain uh, through certain things, or might be feeling um, uh, a bit, you know, not too connected, or you feel like, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not maybe I'm not there where I need to be. Actually, that is just the lie of the devil. You know, God loves us so much that He said, "I will never leave you." You know, it is the same thing that you actually told that uh, that guy that you now left, but because you are a man, you have left him. Or that uh, that girl that you 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 thought you would never leave, but now you've left her because you're mine. But with God, when He says what He says, He actually means it. He loves us so much that He would never leave us, even in the most painful situations, in the things that we do not expect Him to be hearing us. When we are, we feel in an agua and like I've fallen. This is now me uh, losing it, and He is still there. That you are still alive, just know that. God is still there. He loves us that deep. So when, when you look at worship, worship is a love affair. This is man responding to the love that was given to him uh, immeasurably, you know, immensely. Love was, love was given without measure to him. And responding to that love is what worship is. You know, um, loving a supreme being, loving a uh, a supernatural being that is what worship is um i could th- there are so many ways in which uh, a person or a minister of the gospel would um, um articulate this or would explain what uh, worship is it's vast now uh, this is what i want i think this takes us back to what uh, deaconess uh, tracy asked yesterday uh what are the things that you do uh, that would show that you are now worshiping God, uh, and I think the answer there was that you cannot pinpoint and say this is the thing. And this is the reason again that I've come to discover God is so vast you cannot finish Him. Okay, and there are places. Uh, I think in the next um, uh, sessions, if we still be talking, if we still be talking about worship, I think we'll touch on the levels of worship. Um, Today, uh, on, on the levels of worship, I just want to touch this one bit, and then I think that's where I'll end from today, tonight rather, today, tonight, so I can release people. Um, if you want to know someone, you need to be speaking with someone. If you want to understand someone, you need to be uh, having conversations with this someone. And one of the ways that you have conversations with God is, is through reading the Word of God, the Bible, you know? 
now I know that uh, the Bible is the written word, uh, but I've actually come to discover that as you read the Bible, you begin to understand the mind of God. You begin to understand this love thing. So much as uh, most of the times when we say worship, we believe and think it is the time to pray. Um, actually, it is not really the time to pray. Time to pray is part of worship. You pray because you love God. You pray because you have a relationship with God. You pray because you have a connection with God. Uh, and prayer really, and that time that we do in church where we begin to pray is not necessarily worship. It's part of it. Okay. Uh, praise is part of it. Walking in righteousness is part of it. Reading the word of God is actually part of it. Now, one lovely thing about reading the word of God is when you give yourself fully without, uh, with, without restricting yourself, okay, um, you find that as you are reading the word of God, God begins to speak to you uh, about himself and you begin to have what I, I personally call them personal revelations. These are things that God tells you uh, about himself, not necessarily so that you should go and preach or so that you should go and tell someone. But this is something that grows you or, or gets you closer to him because your understanding of him becomes now like, um, it, it, it becomes different because you become more alert to who he is and what he expects of you, you know. Where I, I, I would like to believe that at some point when you're reading the word of God, you actually begin to, you forget that I'm actually just reading because you begin to hear more things. Um, I remember one time uh, Papa was saying, there's a scripture that I'm reading this month, the whole month. You're just reading the same scripture. Every time you read that scripture, you hear something, you know, like you, you pick something uh, from the inside of you, you begin to hear God. Um, and so I would like to say tonight that one of the things that you would do to get to certain levels of worship is through reading the word of God. Uh, you know, sometimes by reading the word of God, you even stop making certain prayers because then you begin to understand to say, ah, so I was praying like this or asking for something that I already have. Because, you know, uh, love is all about uh, I will give, you know, not I will receive, no. Love is, all, love is always giving. Uh, love is always wanting the best for the other. And if you understand how much God loves us, if you understand how much he has fallen into deep with us, you will understand that when he says, I will withhold nothing from you, nothing, no good thing will I withhold from you. He's not joking. He actually means serious business. He's so in love that when he when he says that, it is exactly what he means. He will withhold. Now I don't, I don't even know who needs to hear this, um, but I will say it again uh, because I believe someone. We, this is for someone. God loves you so much that He will withhold nothing from you. Now, um, as I'm speaking, if, if I may, as I'm speaking, I, I, I'm beginning to feel like there are certain people who uh, you are not sure about certain things. You feel you are not sure that you think maybe it's not my time. Um, maybe it's, it's, it's um, you know, God has not allowed it. Mm -mm. What I feel and sense right now in the spiritual realm is that God is saying to you, I have released everything that you need. It is up to you to take it. Um, 
because he will, he says i have i'm not withholding anything i don't know it's like you feel like um god is is uh like is trying to teach you something there's no lesson it's not this is not if there was a lesson maybe it is something that was in the past but if you need something actually you do need something you want something from god you've asked from god you've prayed about it uh and and you feel i think i feel like you're waiting for something um but um am i still on okay yes okay okay so um but god is saying to you uh, that he will withhold nothing he's so much in love with you that he really means it when he says he will withhold yes you are on yeah okay i i i heard someone had responded already on that one um so as as we as we take ourselves into a time of of uh of worship each and every day um and i would like to stay also to everyone who's listening to me right now um there are people who think uh you have to pray uh for certain hours to qualify to be called <laughs> or to call yourself that you've worshiped and so you 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 would lock yourself in a room and if that's your pattern that's okay if it works for you that's okay uh but don't limit god to locking yourself in a room or or something uh most of the times when i hear god it is when i'm driving um and it is uh, at a certain particular time that's when i hear things uh as i'm because uh, as i'm talking to you there's someone who you hear god at a certain time but you feel this is not the time to hear god because i'm not praying no god can never be restricted by time or by because i'm now praying because i'm now not praying uh god does not only release things when uh, just because uh you know somebody's laying hands on you of course when somebody's laying hands on you there's something that is being released but god can also release things simply in the time of worship as you are worshiping him because worship is all about giving i mean love is all about giving and uh worship is a love affair it is a thing that god says look if he has given you his only begotten son and i don't know why I'm, i keep going back to this word what then will he withhold really uh, is it because you're in a situation that is making you feel extremely uncomfortable and you feel like this is unfair um i should have been i shouldn't be at this place no it is not god who is withholding you have I, i don't know what you need to do but what i want you to know is that god has released it to you you have to take it by faith you have to take it by faith because it is the only way you can receive from god i i i didn't think i would take this direction today but um uh i i'm sensing that um much as it may be just a program that has been created you know zoom um program you know listen to one another as you, you know teach the word of god and listen to the word of god i i am beginning to sense that there's a deep affection uh that god has that we do not actually uh get to to hold or to understand uh and this deep affection right now i feel like god is saying why why is it that your focus is so much on what you do not have why is it that your focus is so much on what you need from me i want to have a communion with you i want to talk to you i want to have a relationship with you this is what it is all about this is why i gave my only begotten son that you and her and i could meet somewhere 
you know like like in the garden of eden every time he visited adam he want now this time he doesn't have to visit you like that he wants to live with you in you because that's exactly what it is he lives in you uh and he lives with you uh and all he wants or all is he i feel like he wants he wants you and i to understand that this communion this uh lavishing thing happens from the inside of us even now as i'm speaking the love is just flowing the worship is just flowing it is not a thing that happens in a minute because you are praying it is a thing that happens continuously because you and god are one you have become one amen aimilaiwe if somebody rises against you he is rising against god if somebody rises against god he is rising against you and guess what two are better than one and you are not alone you are with god you are the two of you you are in love and god loves you so much he will withhold nothing from you Um this is not the direction that I had planned to take uh, but I hope this has helped someone uh but at this point in time I will take uh, some questions um as I hand over to Deacon Stressy but if you have some questions and see if we can help each other uh in answering those questions I will be on standby God bless you it is a pleasure Okay Uh, thank you so much Deacon that was um that was really nice really powerful um thank you for the way thank you for just allowing God to use you tonight just minister to us yeah I could feel the presence of God just from what you were saying it was like it was just ministering somewhere deep within somewhere anyway uh, do we have people with questions from what Deacon is just from talking about I was busy posting. I don't know if others are able to see where I'm posting saying that if you have questions you can um you can comment here, you can write here on the comment section so that he gets to answer your questions. Also, if you 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 want to contribute something just something that the Holy Spirit has dropped in you. Remember, this is a discussion in as much as we have a Deacon who's the main speaker who's got uh, Who's talking talking to us about worship? You you can have something that the Holy Spirit has dropped in your spirit, and you would also love to share. There's something like the way Deacon has put it: worship is a vast thing. It's it's big. It's big. It's not just one direction. You get to touch this other direction. You get to touch this other direction. So if you are open to the ministration of the Holy Spirit, He can. Just drop something that you would like to share with us as well. So, do we have people with questions? You can lift your hands if you have a question, or you can post a question from what Dikona said, or just from other things like what you've heard worship is about, or what you think worship is about, or there's a di- there's something that you've learned about worship, and then you want to know if it's true, it's really true, or there's something that you've read about worship in the Bible that you want. clarity on it or you want more details in it or on it actually so you are free do i have someone to say to ask so in the meantime as you are maybe you are typing or you are waiting to lift up your hand um and always you've got something to say so you can go ahead as people are writing so dikon don't go away i know people will write questions that you need to address as well Yes, so I'm always you've got like 10 minutes or less depending on uh, how they're going to yes. 
Okay, thank you, Deacon Tracy. Okay, uh, good night, everyone. Good night. Hello. Good night. Yeah, okay. Uh, good night. Can, okay, good night. Okay, uh, can we open our Bibles in uh, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4? Yeah, we can hear you. Uh, uh, we can hear you, uh, Uncle. Okay, okay. Uh, Ephesians chapter one, verse four. Uh, the phone is just blacked out on me. Okay, so if there's anyone that's got it, can they please read it for me? What's the verse? Uh, Ephesians chapter one, verse four. Okay, I've got it. Okay. Uh, the Bible reads, According as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Okay. Uh, so now this is Paul talking about who we are in Christ. Okay. And uh, the in him there, that is Christ. So I'll, I'll reread it, but instead of him, I'll put Christ. Okay. As he has chosen us in Christ before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy without blame before him. And that's God the Father in love. So now, the thing that God did is, uh, before creating everything else, before creating the world, before creating, uh, uh, before just the creation of everything that was created, God chose you and me, okay, to be people that would be holy and without blame before him okay now uh being before god means to minister before him and 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 and, and that's a whole different word that we can substitute for worship so in short god chose you and me and every other human being okay to worship him in holiness and in blamelessness okay or in short in righteousness which is just the same as blamelessness okay so now that these two things that you have to look at holiness okay or being holy all right and being righteous before him when it comes to worship all right uh this is something that we get to see in john 4 24 where christ is talking to this woman and he says uh god is spirit and those that worship him should worship him in spirit and in truth okay it also brings in the aspect of being holy and being righteous all right when i'm when i'm talking about being holy it's you being pure and by you being pure it is actually you being who you're supposed to be which is you being a spirit being and not being a defiled spirit being Okay, and, and, and I think it actually answers partly the question that uh, uh, Deacon Tracy has been refusing to answer concerning the Holy Spirit. Okay, so here you are. Uh, Christ says God is spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So in short, you are a spirit being. But as much as you are a spirit being, you need to be a holy spirit being. You need to be a righteous spirit being because we know uh, that they are 
spirit beings that are defiled, spirit beings that are wicked. But in this situation, uh, Christ is saying, as much as you're a spirit being, you need to be holy, you need to be righteous for you to be able to worship God, for you to be able to pour your heart out, okay? And uh, it talks about the truth. Now, when you bring in the aspect of the truth, you now look at uh, Christ. Christ in John uh, 14, 6, he says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Okay, so now one thing when it comes to studying the word of God, you need to understand that there are certain times where uh, certain uh, phrases are not literary as they are, but they are figurative in terms of like, it is something that one says, but does not mean what it is, but means something else. Okay, so when Christ was saying, I am the way, I know most of us have interpreted that one to mean uh, the way as in the road, okay, which is not wrong, okay, but figuratively what Christ was trying to say is the nature of my being, the way I exist, you know, this is the truth and this is the kind of life that is supposed to be in the presence of God because when you read uh, further, Okay, in Ephesians, I think it must be verse 5, you know, where it talks about us being adopted as sons in Christ. Okay, so in short, uh, what Christ was saying is when you're worshiping God, the, the, the nature of your existence should be one that Christ has, okay, as that of a son. One, two, a son has a relationship with his father. Because there is a connection where he is able to relate to his father as his father is. No wonder Christ brought in the aspect of saying, if you get to worship God, you have to be a spirit being one. Because God himself is a spirit being. So he brings in an aspect of the connection that you need to have with God in terms of your worship. Okay, And then he brings in the aspect of the truth, you know, in terms of who you are really supposed to be. One truth in terms of the word of God, meaning your mindset, okay? You need to be uh, in a certain place of understanding when it comes to worship God, okay? Where you can be able to relate with him on on, 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 a, on, a, on a conscious level, on an understanding level, because uh, earlier on, Christ told the woman and said, uh, okay, I think let me just read the passage itself. Okay. Uh, John four. John chapter four. Must be. Must be twenty two. Okay, the Bible says, and this is Christ talking to the woman. Ye worship, ye worship, ye not know, ye worship, ye know not what. We know what we worship for salvation is of the Jews. So what Christ is actually trying to say here is says, as much as you're worshiping God, as much as you're fellowshipping with God, fellowship with God should be something that should be based on understanding. It should be something that should be based on knowledge because you need to understand the being that you're worshiping. You need to understand and have this thing because you cannot be in a relationship and uh, fellowship with somebody. Let's say, for example, I cannot begin to talk to Simon, okay, and expect him to understand what I'm saying if I don't understand who he is. Because in me, fellowshipping with him, I also need to know to say, as I'm communicating to him, there is a language aspect 
that has to be put in place you know where he's able to understand what i'm saying i'm also able to understand what he's saying and that's why christ says god is spirit and they that worship him should worship him in spirit meaning there is a spiritual communication that you're supposed to have with him that link that thing that links you together that thing that bonds you together i love the part where uh Deacon Nkata uh, talked about the love that God has for us and we having the spirit of God in us are able to uh, reflect that love back to God because we're in his image and uh, I, I need to explain that a little bit with worship and the way Christ had put it the way it is when you're looking at yourself in the mirror okay uh, I know most of us have looked at people and we've judged people based on what we've seen when you look at uh, yourself in a mirror you get to judge yourself based on uh, what you're seeing you'll be able to tell yourself okay i think i'm handsome you know i think i'm beautiful i think i look good i think i don't look good here i think i need to improve on this i think i need to so it is it, it is your understanding of who you are okay as you're looking at yourself in the mirror you're getting to see to say okay this is who i am and you're able to appreciate whatever it is that you're seeing okay and thank god that we've done a topic about uh self-esteem because uh if you don't have low self-esteem we discourage each and every one of us to have because it's not a good thing when you look at yourself in the mirror you need to appreciate who you are because the bible says you're fearfully and wonderfully made okay so as you begin to look at yourself and as you begin to understand okay who you really are by looking at yourself in the mirror so it is as you fellowship with god okay god wants you to look at him okay and begin to see yourself in him and as you begin to see yourself in him you begin to appreciate that level that that appreciating itself is the worship that we're talking about because you've got that connection you are able to have that certain understanding you're looking at things the way god looks at them okay that's the truth part of it because you've the truth in short is the word of god and as you begin to look at god you're beginning to understand yourself okay this is who i am okay this is what i have and this is what i'm capable of doing okay now the other aspect of worship is um for example uh i'll take the media team okay uh wilford is into software stuff in terms of uh uh graphics designing and all those things okay i'm equally into that okay when he does something and i look at what he's done and i see the effort that he's put in in doing whatever it is that he is doing i'll be able to appreciate that from the bottom of my heart because i know what it takes okay for somebody to be able to do what he's done i know what he was looking at for him to be able to do what he's doing okay and it's the same thing if 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 you if if I'm a carpenter and I get to see what pastor Abel is doing okay I'll be able to look at it and be able to appreciate from a carpenter's perspective from a carpenter's point of view to be able to look at it to say wow this is some good work because I know what it took okay the passion that he had for him to do that because I can relate to that and that's what worship is all about it is where as a spirit being you are able to connect with god in terms of his will you are able to connect with god in terms of what he's doing 
concerning your life and what he's doing concerning other people's life and you're able to appreciate the love that God goes through to be able to do that the joy that he feels you know in was in him being able to do that you take delight in who God is you just don't enjoy him from a surface point of view but you enjoy him from the inside out because you're able to connect with his heart okay which brings in the aspect of the holy spirit okay uh Christ in talking about the holy spirit he says the spirit of truth okay and then Christ himself says i am the truth and then he says when you're worshiping god you need to worship him in spirit and in truth so the holy spirit plays a very vital role when it comes to worshiping god because he's the one that links the tool of you he's the one that gives you that oneness where you are able to look at things the way god does and be able to appreciate them from that point of view where when you look at him and you're like oh, uh you're a big god you're not just saying it that you're a big god you're literally saying it because you're looking at his bigness from his point of view and you're like wow now that's the kind of worship that god wants you know a relationship that is just not face value but a relationship that comes from the deep inside of you okay no wonder the bible talks deep calleth to deep because there's that connection there's that relationship and christ says This is something that you get to do in love like I read earlier on you are holy and you are blameless before him in love okay because God doesn't want you to save him out of fear he wants you to enjoy the kind of a person that he is himself okay he wants you to experience certain things that he himself is able to experience and it is from that experience that you're able to get down on your knees and be like wow you know you're a big god you're awesome you he's just not awesome because he's created the universe he's just not awesome because he's created all these big things but he's awesome because of why he created those things the way he created them okay he's awesome because of what he had to go through to make and design you know that those intricate small little things in the heart of the ant Okay with you you look at the ant you look at the beating heart and it ends there but with God he looks he goes beyond and in your fellowship with him you go in the beyond with him okay you are together with him there's there's this thing that you get to share you know he wants to share himself with you and in sharing himself with you he wants you to appreciate okay who he is to enjoy the kind of a person that he is okay I think my 10 minutes are up. Hello? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, your 10 <laughs> minutes are up. <laughs> But as okay, usual, yeah. the way you do it, you have to majuiza pakat when ya now changing. They don't the, even those who drive uh, vehicles, they don't um, they don't stop a vehicle when it's in gear 4, gear 3 or what. No. You have to come back to gear one and then you stop the vehicle uh, you get it no 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 i get that i get that but right now you know honestly my phone is hitting uh 1% okay i'm i'm, I'm having a bit of some hard time <laughs> charging it it's dropped like no man's business i'll oh. charge it to be up to 100 or something but before i realize it it's at 25 15 and right now it's at 1 so my fear was 
before I could even get done, uh, I might be out of battery power. Okay. Yeah. But and basically, that's a sign that you should buy a new phone. Okay. No, I'll do that. I'll do that. Don't worry. Uh, but yes. basically, in thought and in gel. Okay. Uh, worship is all about the relationship that you get to have. Okay. Because Christ says, God is spirit. All right. And uh, those that worship him should worship him in spirit and in truth, meaning you're supposed to be a spirit being. So, one, that tells you that there must be a connection somewhere, okay? talks about you worshiping him in truth, okay? That also shows you to say uh, that there's an aspect of the way you think. There's an aspect of understanding as well, okay? Where you understand it from God's point of view, because Christ says, I am the truth. And we all know, as much as Christ is the truth, Christ is also God, okay? So now for you to worship him in the nature that Christ is in, which is the truth, meaning you get to look at things the way God does, okay? So for me, as far as I'm concerned, uh, I'll read the Bible and it says, let there be light, okay? But I don't understand why Christ said, let there be light, okay? But as I begin to fellowship with God, as I begin to have revelations with God, I get I get to a point whereby the truth is so much into me that I get to understand that it was just not let there be light, okay? As much as it was let there be light, the way the way emotions attached to it being light there, okay? So all those things, I relate with all those things. All right, uh, Tracy, I think I should be done right now because I'm getting a bit excited. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all right. You. <laughs> yeah. all right. Um, thank you so much. Um, that was really nice. Um. Do we have people with questions? Do we have people with questions? I'm seeing Deacon is still around, so eager to answer our questions. But me, the question that I had for Deacon, he didn't touch the part that I wanted him to touch. So I'll keep them for the future because he's still coming back with the issue of worship again. When we we see when which date we'll give him on 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 on. on the coming week so uh do we have people with questions from what Deacon said from the contribution of Angoezi and what Deacon said I hope we all remember what Deacon was talking about or, or you are all like me you're just remembering the part Penzwamba Kusonda Zikon mwamba kusonda and then mwapisha na wangu mugroove mwatumazio kti ngani yosonda na yona na pamzimu esta so pano pa group watu wama yopi they begin to run away I don't know why so people do we run have away people with when, when God begins <laughs> to talk to you about issues of your own heart you must be excited don't run away run towards and also remember God is not in a business of embarrassing people <laughs> <laughs> but can we take it as God is about to embarrass me here? So we know our faults, so we just run away. And then thinking that uh, perhaps um, that thank that you so much. Also, it looks like people don't have uh, yes, you can go ahead. No, I was saying perhaps that is another topic that you people have to consider. Why, or how does God relate with you in in regards to your weakness and the works of the flesh? 
yeah maybe that also topic should be put in into consideration so that people should understand that when people be baje amene wamamba kuboresa nkani za message chance zipanga sense just know otherwise god is not in the business he loves us he's got no he's got no time to start how can you embarrass the one you love i mean budget mwendo kalipira na kwa minimum mana mwabili you can't you is not in the business of washing dirty linen in public but he rebukes though I I think I think the contrast has fallen out maybe it's network or something um but I do believe that she was about to just close the the meeting so unless she comes back uh, in whichever the case let me see how I can, can I see how many yeah there are still people that are still around so I'm sure she will update us on when we're going to have our next meeting but as of tonight i would like to believe it is good night uh, let's get ready for tomorrow's service and please let's all come for the service it's going to be awesome and be expectant uh so it's good night creation waits eagerly for the manifestation of the amazons You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. You know, it's it's where you are playing pool with your friend, okay? And then as you're playing pool, he's just putting in each and every ball non-stop. Okay, <laughs> he's not even giving can. That's the way it is. It's like whitewash. You are loaded with miracles. I want you to know you are a miracle worker. Pamene wa fika iwe. God has appeared. Yes. Just things that you didn't even plan for. You didn't. It's something that wakumbina na kumbila. It's not really. It's not. It's not something that you need. Like you really want. It's a necessity. It's just something that. Just because you saw it with someone, you also want to have it. In word, in purity, in your lifestyle, you are not of the earth. You are from God's kingdom. We are all ambassadors and everyone has been sent on this earth to do something. How you need to carry yourself as an ambassador. I've got the keys for the inbox. Those are the issue of uh, serving other than investing. It's also an issue of saving. You don't have to have huge amounts of money for you to save your money. You start little by little. The Bible says we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And God has given you that message for a purpose. And God has sent you in the field that you may speak his word to the people that are lost, that they must come back to God. <laughs>